tail swinging around our heads and just change the damn thing. What do you say? I'll bet there's some people shaking their heads in agreement to that. Got Chris with us long. Roger, it's Monday, Monday. You know what old mama Cass said? You can't trust that day. Don't know. It'll be seen if we can trust it or not. Uh, still fairly early in it. Roger sales, your host, our little get together. I call the radio ranch and we're on the people's Patriot, your people's Patriot network. And it's the 18th of November, third start of the third week in November. Has some significance, of course. Hey, Chris, how you doing this morning, brother? You joined us right as I was getting kicked in here. Oh, did I get did I knock Chris off? Well, he was here. Okay, well, I guess he'll uh, call back in. Um, Okay, what do you do? You kick off the week. It's a beautiful day in Ecuador. Had a very quiet weekend. Watched a lot of college football on Saturday and just kind of chilled out yesterday. Uh, here we go back on a – traditionally, you know, I, hope, I guess we'll have John and Kathy on the second hour. And uh, uh, never know, you know, it's kind of a week. There's Chris. Oh, that's Cody. Hey, Cody, calling Good in. Good morning. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good morning, Roger. Good, just trying oh, to get... Oh, I got a few minutes here. I'm gonna... Okay, I'm sorry. Go right, ahead. Little... I was just going to say, we've got a little no, lag. We've always got a little lag. I was just oh. getting started here, and I thought that was Chris calling back in, so good to have you call in. And uh, uh, what you got on your mind? Well, a couple things. Uh, I was going to ask Chris... I don't know, I may have been busy last week, maybe I missed it, but did he talk much about the Red Pill Expo and his anything he learned uh, there? I heard Brent talk about, you know, meeting him, but I didn't, uh, didn't hear about Chris explaining it. I don't know, think, I don't, I don't think Chris had the opportunity uh, to attend it, was my impression. Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay. Because Brent said on Friday that he had met him. Well, they, whatever, uh, but, they uh, met at a barbecue place. Uh, they got a hold oh, of each okay. other because, you know, they've become acquaintances here on the show and on the air. And Chris has talked to him on the phone about his case and all that kind of stuff. Or, excuse me, he's talked to him on the phone about his cases. And uh, so I guess they wanted to get the chance to meet eye to eye there when pressed the flesh. And had uh, evidently, from what Brent alluded to, Chris is a self-proclaimed barbecue expert. And had, met up oh. <laughs> to eat at some uh, some uh, pretty darn good crack and barbecue place out there. So, um, oh, excellent. Yeah. But so one thing that was on my mind, I was listening to Chris Ann Hall uh, talking, I think, on her Friday, you know, program, and she was bringing up the issue of of lawmakers, including the federal lawmakers, and a lot of the states, you know, where one person on a committee can basically allow or disallow a you know subject matter to, to, to go forward or you know and if it's not that type of an issue it's you know eight people or something on a committee making the decision and she she pointed out that that is not you know any form of a republican form of government especially you know when you've got like the speaker of the house for example nancy pelosi disallowing 
not sure if that's the right word, but disallowing a vote on, on various subjects, that that's really, you but, know, a kingdom. And Cody, I, I thought that was interesting. Cody, we don't have a republic. It was set to the side on March the 9th of 1933 when the country was, either through fraud or however, declared to be bankrupt. Now, the bankruptcy laws are in every country of the world has them. That's one of the reasons they like to use that. And so at that point, we went into receivership and changed the form of government from Republican to this uh, charade we've got now. At least the origins of it are there. And all they've done is improved the scaffolding on the administrative state and got it where it's up higher than the damn World Trade Centers were. And it towers over everybody. And you're one of the people that it towers over because you haven't told them otherwise. Yeah. Well, it's like Brent said on Friday. I believe it was, he was, you know, a lot of these things are all just a piece of paper unless the, the courts uphold them, you know. Whether well, the court, the that's just it. The, well, the courts have upheld the bankruptcy. Is they've upheld something, but they've upheld the bankruptcy, and I would I know we maybe mentioned it to you before. I'm sure most of the old timers remember this, Jim Trafficant. Now I think he's he's been dead yeah. a few years before you got into this, okay? But he was a very very colorful guy. He used to have the weirdest damn hairdos. His wife was a owned a a, a, a salon. And this guy would come with some of the weirdest damn hairdos you ever saw, okay? And he'd get up there in the House of Representatives assembled, all right? And they'd get to stand up and talk. And he'd stand up, and his first words out of his mouth were, Scotty, beam me up. And then he'd launch into whatever he was going to launch into. And one of them, and it's in the congressional record, he got up. He said, Scotty, beam me up. And he said, we, the House of Representatives, is overriding as trustees in bankruptcy of the largest bankruptcy in the history of the world. I believe that's an exact quote. On the House of Representatives floor, open, in action, not these, not these things where you see your congressman when there's nobody sitting behind them, what they call special orders where they can get up and, and, and act like they're doing something. They put it on streaming video back to their constituents, you know, and reading something into the congressional record. This was an open U.S. House of Representatives doing business. Chris is back with us here. You can ask him some of his your questions direct, I believe. Hey, good Cody. morning, Chris. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Chris. Calling Chris front and center. Well, he left again. I don't know what's wrong with the boy. He must be having phone issues, huh? Well, I guess, but, or uh, having a bad hair day. It is Monday. Who was the uh, the boxing promoter always had the goofy hair? What was his name? King? Yes. Was that King? Yeah, I believe it was King. What was King. his first name? Uh, boy, I think. Um, Don? Don King. Yeah, when you talk about goofy hair... That's the first thing that came to my mind. Well, you know, was, it was like that. Not, was it was like hair. that, but it was always different, man. You remember that, Chris? Uh, um, well, hell, he's, he's not with us again. I don't know what kind of problems we're having. This may be another one of those Skype days where they're having some kind of problem. But I had a little Microsoft mini update over the damn weekend, and, and I always freak out because it usually changes settings, but... 
everything seems to be working today, so it must be on his end. Excellent. The, uh, don't forget to announce that when to look for PPN on Skype. If you search just PPN, you won't find it. You've got no, to be PPN right. space hotline dot right. hotline, right. I guess. Hold on a second here, Tell Cody. people that if they're listening in. Let's see. I'm clicking Chris in again. Let's see if it brings him on. I don't know what this is all about right here, and I can't call out anymore. So, um, huh? Well, if he calls in again, I'm going to answer his call, and that'll put you on hold. And let's see if it's some kind of a thing here, allowing okay. us to get more than one call in at one time. He's tried three or four times now, so I don't know. And he does. See, here's uh, Chris listens to the show by calling into the program. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, well, we'll see. What else? I tell you, I've been uh, uh, really kind of watching what's going on down south of us here, uh, Cody, in Bolivia. Uh, kind of yep. interested in that situation. Well, uh, Morales evidently has got uh, been a, uh, gained a, uh, asylum in Mexico, and he's up in Mexico City now. And uh, I was watching a, a, a video right before the show on that situation and him landing there, the reporter from Mexico City at the airport, and with the plane he came in on in the background with the Mexican colors on it, and et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of a sticky situation, man. There's an awful lot at stake down there, and it compounded by the fact that you've got, okay, now here's Chris. I'm going to answer him, Cody. Let's see if it comes in. Chris, can you hear me? I do now. Why ha Why haven't you been able to hear me? I, uh, well, I think my uh, speaker wasn't lined up. When I plugged it in, it disconnected, so I had to do some physical adjustment to it. Okay, well, let me call. Okay, no, add to call. Can't do that. I guess I, I think Cody hung up because he's sitting here talking, wanting to ask you a question, and every time you call, I answer it, and you don't come on. Uh, well, I apologize. Now I'm back in the saddle again. All right. Well, maybe Cody's listening. I'm sure maybe he'll call back in. We'll join everybody up again and see when things like that happen. I don't have any idea where the problem is coming from. So then you go into troubleshoot mode, you know, which – just like I did just now, he was on, and and every other time when I went to merge you, it you didn't connect. So this time I said I'm going to answer Chris, and it, it, he hung up or it knocked him off, one of the two, and that's what we don't know. So if somebody would call in and see if we can get our systems straight, you know, I mean this is one of the backlashes of doing this the way we do. Chris, how you doing, man? Well, reasonably well. You're causing, you're, you're causing a lot of trouble just trying to get on the air. <laughs> well, that's life in my world. Uh, a lot of pending dangers this week, so I'm a little on edge about uh -oh. that. I apologize uh -oh. coming through on the phone. But you certainly can communicate my contact information to Mr. Cody if you like to for his uh, contact ability. And, I think he was I'm just going to – well, I can tell you what his question was because he asked it. Now, here comes Jim calling in. Let's see if we can merge him in. Okay. okay. We him, and it says he's there. And there he is. By golly, he showed up. Hey, Jimbo, thanks for checking in. Let me verify this. 
Yep, it sounded good to me. I don't know what's going on. It was That's Chris. crazy stuff as usual. It's Chris. Blame it on Chris. Everybody else does. <laughs> morning, Chris. Good morning to you, Mr. Cody. Yep, Mr. Jim. Well, I was going to, uh, Sarge, we call him Sarge around the back office. Uh, uh, his question to you was, Chris, your observations on the Red Pill Conference. And I detailed to him that I didn't believe that you attended it for whatever reasons, but that you did have a little side meeting and guided Brent and Sue to some world-renowned barbecue place that you're uh, uh, very fond of. That is an accurate portrayal, Roger. I did not get to attend the Red Pill Conference. Uh, regrettably, but I did get to meet up with one of the invited guests that was a speaker there of some prominence that proliferates around the People's Patriot Network on Fridays, Mr. Brent Allen Winters and his wonderful wife. And it was a wonderful meeting with two fabulous human beings, and we had uh, great food at uh, Famous Days, and it was um, he asked if it was chuck wagon food, and I said, well, it is, but it's a little nicer digs than the chuck wagon might be. And he agreed with me once we got there and approved of the barbecue pretty well. All right. Now, let but, me, uh, hold on. Hold on. I got a really important question. Is it ketchup-based or mustard-based ketchup mustard uh, barbecue sauce? Well, I was chagrined that I didn't get to get on the call Friday for for bearing circumstances beyond my control, and I was really uh, unhappy about that, but I I am back in the saddle again. I did make a trip to Arizona for some particular problematic uh, titling issues on automobiles and updated registrations and stuff that I spoke a little bit about before, but I have those all solved now, mm-hmm. so that's pretty good. Okay. Are you intentionally avoiding my question? Uh, which question is that? Not, is, it, is this world-famous place use ketchup-based or mustard-based barbecue sauce? Hmm. I couldn't tell you. They've got at least five or six different sauces all oh, the way okay. from devil spit to uh, sweet and spicy or something like that. And <laughs> devil's, they have mayonnaise and horseradish. De- devil's spit does not sound very appetizing. <laughs> It's actually the one I prefer, but I do have a, a a taste bud or two that appeal to the hotter flavors of pepperinos and habaneros and sorrentos and so on and so forth. Yeah, those 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 amp tins. You know, I, I didn't even I'd never been exposed to mustard based barbecue sauce. Have have you ever used the here well let me give the background on it, you can answer the question. When I was uh, in the music business and I traveled up in the Carolinas a lot, in the Carolinas they use a mustard and a vinegar based barbecue sauce and they look at you funny if you use a cast uh, ketchup based sauce. And once you get used to it, it's a real striking difference on your taste buds because your mind is accustomed to ketchup, you know, what you've had all your life based. And, excuse me, and uh, you go up there to North Carolina, all of a sudden it's yellow, for one thing, and, and you go to put it in your mouth, and it's got that vinegar, real strong vinegar, and, along with a mustard back taste to it. That, But once you've had a bite or two, it becomes pretty appealing, and I really like it. I like both of them, actually. Had you ever been exposed to that before as a 
uh, uh, self-proclaimed barbecue uh, connoisseur? Well, not the uh, mustard base in particular, although Famous Dave's, they sell some of the stores, and the Rich and Sassy is a mustard-based sauce. However, to your point about ketchup-based sauces, I have observed in recent couple of years that there's been a extreme escalation in the sweetness, whether it's artificial or poison white sugar, I can't tell you, in the ketchup they sell at the stores, I guess, to make it more taste inviting and seducing to children, but it seems to have affected their products across the board, and you can't get tomato tasting ketchup. It's all too sweet for my taste buds. Right, right. Well, let me tell you, when I was young, I had a, I, I stumbled on a recipe for barbecue sauce, and it was incredibly simple and a, a, unbelievably good, okay? And used it for most of my life. I hadn't, down, I hadn't done very much barbecuing or anything down here, but when I was back up there, I used to do it a lot. Had a green egg at home. You know what a green egg is, uh, Chris? I can't say that I do. A green egg is the absolute hands-down most wonderful cooking device ever devised by man. It's been around in China for thousands of years, and they sell them in the U.S. You can go to the uh, Internet and look at it. Just put green egg in there. It'll come up. And uh, the secret of it is it's a, it looks like a big egg. Well, they have several sizes from small to large, but the large one, which I still have in Florida, uh, needs a little repair. But, boy, that's a veteran. I've had it since the 80s. You ever had a barbecue uh, a cooking deal that lasted for 30, 40 years? Uh, so um, the one I have is actually a clay-type material, and it's real heavy. Weighs, I don't know how much. It, 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 it takes two people to carry it. And um, the trick of it is that as opposed to a regular – grill or uh, a contraption which are virtually all either open or made out of metal and when you build a fire in it the metal transfer i mean the fire transfers the heat to the metal and that creates a draft and because this is basically a kiln and it's ceramic about an inch thick um it keeps the heat inside and i mean you can have that thing going full blast and literally put your hand on the outside. You won't keep it there too long, but you're not going to scald it in any kind of you know degree of burn. And so all that heat then is transferred into whatever you're cooking, and you can ventilate with the top and the bottom, both got little valves. But that thing, I don't care what you're cooking, smoking long-term, quick, easy, it, it cooks it the best of any you've ever had cooked any other way. And so I got one of those things, and the sauce I would use, uh, Chris is real simple and man it is real delicious I would highly encourage you to play with this and try it because all you have to have is three ingredients you take and go to the store and see down here we don't have it up there you, y'all have it concentrated orange juice and you get one of those small containers of Minute Maid or whatever it is uh, concentrated orange juice and you come back with a, a bottle of ketchup and you get a small or medium bottle of A one sauce, and mix those three together and cook it down a little bit, buddy. It gives you the best barbecue sauce you've ever had, and it has that citrus flavor in the background. It is just stunning. 
Well, I did, in fact, write down all three of those ingredients with anxious anticipation of uh, checking that out. Uh, I kind of like a smoke flavor to my sauces for my palate, and uh, but I did find some different flavors. I, I generally like the ones that have a little tang to them, a little heat, if you will, uh, maybe mixed with a smoky flavor, and uh, they probably have some tomato paste and uh, maybe some mustards and even spicy brown mustard that I kind of like, horseradish-based mustard. Yeah. Those are all in to my taste uh, palate. Well, uh, you know, pretty unusual topic for the show, barbecue sauce and cooking here today. It's the Julia Childs in me, I guess. You know, the, the best chefs in the world are men. I mean, hands down. Graham Kerr. Hand, hand, <laughs> hands down. Uh, and earlier, Cody called in, and you responded, and we touched on the Red Pill Convention that was recently weekend before last out in your part of the world out there. But I'd like to switch because we are going into Christmas. We talked about the Red Pill. Let's talk about the Green Pill. And I'm glad, well, Jim. Well, before you go to the Red Pill. No, no, no. We go okay, go ahead. I think we should clarify that taking the red pill from a Matrix or Matrix movie is basically for those who have waken up out of their deep sleep, and uh, we can also note with some fondness um, Samuel Twimmons, a.k.a. Mark Twain's, uh, saying that you repeat all the time, it's not what I know that's killing me, it's what I know that ain't so. So you get to be right thinking because you've done your own diligence investigated, researched yourself, and made your own opinion instead of believing a lie in the middle of belief on what other people told you. Well, the other uh, potential catastrophe of taking a red pill is if you take one that's uh, filled with cayenne pepper and you get that Mexican heartburn the next day severely. So you can, we'll, we can get away from the red pill. It doesn't seem to be anything associated with the red pill is good. So because we're going into Christmas, uh, we'll use a green pill. And the, uh, mm. the green okay. pill is uh, seasonal, certainly, uh, in one respect, but it also would signify stem cell enhance. And I uh, uh, wanted to promote that and talk about it just a bit today. I'm glad Jim's on with me. I just saw in the last couple of days, because I was too derelict to check earlier in the month, that the November special from Cerule, Cerule is the company, and they got a special on of two for one on the entire product catalog from what I gather. And uh, that's, that's a heck of a deal. And if any of you have heard us talking about this and you haven't moved on it, uh, I would sincerely suggest that you see if you can find about 150 bucks or whatever a couple of bottles of this are. Hey, uh, Jim, are you back out in the barn? Yeah, I got I just unmuted because I thought I might be having a comment. Well, you're going to, and then you went to change. <laughs> and I'm feeding horses. Then you went over there and changed the stall or something. Well, listen, uh, they've got two for one yeah, on everything, feed, everything in the uh, product line, right? Yeah, it's uh, for, for preferred customers and uh, retail customers only. It doesn't affect distributors, but it's everything in the product line. Uh, two for one, you buy, you get exactly... Yeah, basically the way it's set up is you order, you get two bottles of Stem Enhance or two bottles of Cyactive or two bottles of Plasma Flow, whatever you order, you get two of them, and it's half price. So basically it's uh, 40 bucks a bottle or 39.50 for those accurate mathematicians, and um, 
I just placed an order the other day as a preferred as a customer. Um, just made one up and ordered about 300 bucks worth of stuff that normally would have been 600. So that's a, uh, a great way of doing it. And it's a super time for people to try this stuff out. If they've been sitting on the fence waiting and seeing, um, you get it half price, man. That's the best time to do it. Uh, I'm going to tell you, and uh, this stuff works. Go, I, I, I totally echo what Jim just said. This stuff works. It works for me and it works for virtually everybody else that's tried it. Now, uh, and, but uh, I, what you've done a lot more, you're much more plugged into this on a regular basis and intensely than I am. You mentioned a couple of other products. Give us the rundown on those other products mm-hmm. in the line that you're familiar with. Okay. Yeah, Cyactive is a... It's a... And, oh, there it is. Okay, now you're back. Well, Jim, you're cutting... Inflammation product that's made from... Yeah, you're cutting... Let me see if I can change Jimbo? my phone around here. Yeah, you're, you're cutting in and out there. We yeah. missed almost everything you, you, you said there at the first. Is this any better? I think it seems to be. Okay, yeah, I took my phone off my belt and I'm holding it in the air. <laughs> I'm in the barn. I had to turn my Wi-Fi off and go to the phone system uh, in order to get it out here. But basically... The Cyactive uh, is an anti-inflammation product, and it does a great job. Well, now, hold on. You're cutting in and out again, Jimbo. Uh, you're, you're cutting in and out <laughs> okay. again. Uh, I'll step outside. All right. If you don't mind, because this is important information, and I personally would like to hear it, too. Okay. Uh, is this better now? I'm outside the barn, which is metal. Okay. I've got full signal, so yeah, it should yep. be good. Yep, yep, we're great. Go ahead. Now, start the first again with a little drum roll. Okay. Psyactive. Yeah. Gosh, the minute you say a word, it starts cutting out. Is, the PPD are afraid to hear it. They don't want you talking about this, mm-hmm. brother. The minute you say psyactive, I just switched off the. Um, let's see if I can go to my speaker. It's a different tenor, uh, but, but hopefully it'll grief. cut out the problem. No, I can hear you. I cut off my Bluetooth phone. There. Now you're cutting out. That's, still, uh, maybe that's better. Is that better now? Let's what? see. Let's give I'll it a second. What? Not particularly. Let me. I'll call back. Okay. When yeah, I check. Get in the house. All I'll right. And then we'll do it. All about right. Ten, about 10 minutes or so. Okay. Go, 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 go ahead and, and, and get the horse washed down, and I'll talk to you in a minute. While you're looking for him there, Roger, I uh, ran across another man, similar situation myself, except him, they had him unlawfully detained and locked up. He was a naturopath, holyopath, practicing ozone therapy and stuff, and there was an unfortunate passing of an elderly woman who had lots of complications uh, who was receiving some of the ozone therapy from him, and they tried to charge him with murder. So he was locked up for five years, came out all bloated up from all the crap they feed you, and uh, seemed to be a little bit disturbed in his thought, memory, retention processes, and other aspects that, you know, he's coming back real good now he's out of that toxic, deadly environment in those cells in there. But uh, he's uh, coming back real well, and the guy is real sharp. He's a younger guy, 
and uh, Real Pleasant has the same name of the guy who wanted to ask me a question, so I don't want to mention it on here, but it's a, a real pleasure to meet somebody like that, and he has superior organizational skills, which I admire greatly. Where where did you cross paths with this fellow? Um, I, if, I, I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> well, we wouldn't want that necessarily. Um, okay, so he's the guy that crossed your path. Well, it certainly sounds, his story sounds terrible, and it's plausible because I know that kind of stuff happens. And, you know, in some instances, those kind of results for uh, that activity are justified, but it sure doesn't sound like it with him if there were mitigating circumstances. Well, not surprising, he's also a law dog, so we hit yeah. it off pretty good. Good, good. Well, that's good, man. Um Let's see. I, let's go back here to stem enhance. I guess Jim's going to finish up washing the, uh, brushing the horses down, or feeding them, or whatever he's doing to them out there, and get back to the house. And uh, uh, but I, I would like to say in the interim that, as he was saying, if um, if this is something that you've heard us talking about, you got some kind of ailments. Most of our listeners are older, and you can't get older in this culture and society or anywhere in this world. Uh, without having aches and pains and subject to repercussions that you were stupid enough to do when you were younger and all that kind of stuff. Some of it kills you. If you're still alive and you'd kind of like to do better, I'm telling you this, just like Jim said, I'll echo it again. I'll tell anybody straight out, this stuff works. For me, it has been literally a life changer from the standpoint of where I felt over the last year or so, or a little longer. Uh, and uh, it's been a real game changer. It makes me feel great. I take it every morning, about an hour, hour and a half for the show. And then here towards the end of the program, or right when I get off, I'll take another dose because m my stomach's empty by then. Try and take it on an empty stomach, is what I'm told. And those two doses in the morning make me feel fantastic the rest of the day and set up the whole day. Occasionally, I'll even take a third one in the evening, late afternoon, early evening, sometimes, sometimes not. But I'm telling you the effects it's had for me so far, Chris. I mean, look, a year and not quite a half ago, uh, I stepped out of the second floor of a building and ended up turning my left foot in 45 degrees. Okay? It's very painful. It was. Three operations. Five days in the hospital. I came out, had to walk on crutches for, hell, eight, and eight, eight, 10, 11 months. And then when I did have the ability to shed the crutches or not the crutches. It was a single hand. I was walking on a single arm crutch and, you know, uh, but when I had the ability to get rid of that, even though the foot was healing, it was real, real touchy and gimpy when I'd first get up from sitting or from laying down and it would take a few minutes before it got into some sort of a groove where it felt anywhere near normal. So I had to retighten all those ligaments and, t and tendons and stuff that broke when I hit and twisted it. And so 
that's one of the motivating factors that I had in wanting to use this product. The other, of course, is the eyes, the macular degeneration. And the foot is almost normal. In the month and a half or better, I've been taking this stuff. Uh, it's still a little gimpy at times, but, man, the improvement personally for me walking, especially after getting sitting down or laying, laying down for a while, is impressive. Okay? And I swear to you, Chris, I think my eyesight is slightly improving in my left eye. It seems like it's getting slightly better now. Wet macular degeneration, if you look at a cross-section of the eye, something happens in the middle there, and it's like something puts a sponge in your eye, in the fluid in the middle or some point back there, and it really, you just can't see anything hardly. You can see peripherally, but you can't see anything pretty much in the middle, and I, I swear I think that's getting a little bit better. That's a subjective opinion, but I know darn well the foot's getting a lot better. On top of that, no more cramps. I hadn't had any of those to, per se in a month and a half or more since I started about a week week or so after I started taking it. it took me a few weeks to recognize that I wasn't having them anymore. And uh, my general overall health attitude because of that is nothing but as good as it's been in an awful long time. So I'm a real, real, real big advocate of this stuff simply because personally what it's done for me. If you've heard us talk about that, you've heard the same thing from virtually everybody that's that's taken it. Daryl made a comment recently. He ran out or stopped taking it, and he said, hell, I could feel the difference, went back to taking it. Stuff makes a difference. It works. And uh, – uh, we should be as sharp and in as good a condition as we can be. Health is one of those four areas of freedom that's so important, sometimes even the principal one. And uh, uh, so uh, if they've got this situation where for the rest of this month, and I guess from what Jim said, you can set yourself up as a preferred customer if you're already uh, involved, but you can buy the stuff straight, two and a half, Two for one, basically, on all the products. And I guess Jim's going to call back in and tell us what those are and give us the I'm here if you can hear me. Yeah, man, there you are. Um, so, okay, is it clear enough now? <laughs> yeah, no, you're much clearer, and there's no dropouts out there. There's Good. just some, And every time you'd say that word that you're about to say, it would cut out. Uh-huh. Well, let's see what happens. Okay. How's <laughs> yeah. the product? Or the customer status. The, the customer status, you have to use a different name. I didn't use mine. I just used my brother's name and shipped it to my P.O. box. Right. Uh, they are a little particular, at least in their rules, about uh, customers and distributors mixing and things like that. But um, they're not super picky. as you know. So far, nobody I know of has been found out and fired or canceled or anything. But I just used a different first name and shipped it to my P.O. box instead of my home address. And so far, it seems like it'll work. But... Um, Cyactive is um, an anti-inflammation product that uh, is based on spirulina, and it is uh, really good. And for those that don't know, uh, inflammation is probably the, my, the primary source of most pain. So if you can cut down your inflammation, you can also cut down a lot of pain, and it also helps with you know blood vessels because you know things that. Um, 
the physicians equate to cholesterol is actually oxidative damage caused by you know and inflammation in the blood vessels and so that's that exactly what bit, uh, that's exactly product. that's exactly the main cause of heart attacks right there and what happens mm-hmm. is the yep. the inside of the vessel gets aggravated it throws down cholesterol and plaque over the top of it to heal that and that builds up and then it finally explodes into a heart attack right in the middle of your blood vessel isn't that right yeah. jim yeah anytime you've got uh, cholesterol build up in the blood vessels it's because the body's using it as a patch kit it senses that there's a weakness uh, building up in the blood vessel and it's almost always in an artery because the arteries yep. are pressurized. Yep. And um, basically that's what's happening is the body's using cholesterol as a patch kit. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And it's because your doctor's an idiot that, um, you know, they look at things the wrong way. But uh, moving so right in along. That ca- <laughs> in that case, the inflammation <laughs> causing the body to elevate the cholesterol in the bloodstream the doctors mm. diagnose it because they see cholesterol in the blood vessel when they do an autopsy and diagnose it the cause is cholesterol. So now they got these drugs that block your cholesterol and screw you up SSI. What do they call SSI uptake drugs or certain, no something inhibitors? No, that's something inhibitors. Those. Well, the inhibitor, those proton pump inhibitors that are for the for uh, things like gastric reflux, which is asinine as well, and the uh, the SSRI selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors are for um, uh, depression. But as far as the uh, the cholesterol goes, those are statin drugs. No beta blockers. Anything that ends in statin, novastatin, prostatin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the beta blockers are are designed for you know heart issues as well, but they're and- they're all screwed up. And They're boy, all, the repercussions. You know, it's a band-aid on arterial bleeding. And the repercussions from taking that are, are dramatic in people. It's just yeah. best to stay. And the whole thing is a misdiagnosis because it's inflammation on the artery wall that causes all of it. Yeah, it's, it's basically because doctors are only, they don't know everything. They only know what they're trained in. And what they're trained in is outmoded and juvenile and stupid. It's just drugs and surgery, so when all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And they make up these stories to make it fit their diagnosis, which is just all stupid. Yep. But the bottom line is no one should ever take a statin drug because guaranteed if you, have, if you take statins within two to five years, you'll become a type 2 diabetic. And you'll also, if you're a guy, you'll develop ED. If you're a woman, you'll develop early menopause and a bunch of other stuff, and if you live long enough, you will become an Alzheimer's patient because that's the real cause of Alzheimer's. Did, it's did not aluminum see, or anything else. It's a lack of cholesterol. Did you see one of the things some uh, university came out with research when they pinpointed something for Alzheimer's? The flavorings that they put on popcorn for Yeah, like I guarantee you popcorn. it's wrong. <laughs> No, no, no. No, this makes sense. The flavoring that chemically that they're putting on the popcorn that is microwavable. Well, it's actually the yeah the this the the like the butter flavored stuff right. that they use. Right. And yeah, basically, it's it's um it's all margarine, and it's not the flavoring as much as it is the margarine that they're using. You know, Dr. Wallach has said for years that the two most deadly uh, snack foods out there are Oreo cookies and microwave popcorn. Yep. 
because the oleo margarine that's used in those things that sits on a shelf and oxidizes for years and years and years and that produces trans fats and free radicals that when mm -hmm. you take into your body is inflammation and cancer mm -hmm. so you know they're they're just beating around the bush basically yeah it's it's something that oh here's a new article that so-and-so wrote to give him a 15 minutes of fame but the bottom line is if you stay away from the 12 bad foods that he's outlined which you can find on my website um you'll do far much far better and uh, okay. but the big thing when it comes to alzheimer's it's 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 lack of lack of cholesterol but moving right along yeah, yeah let's go back to this <laughs> the inflammation plasma that, flow. so the first one okay. is called what's the name of it again and it's for inflammation for like C-T-I-V. Just, just uh, um, inflammation well, yeah, that. in general, you know, I mean, somebody that's got right. sprained yeah, their anywhere. knee, sprained their knee or their ankle mm -hmm. or something, or, or wrist, that would uh, target yeah. that? Yeah, but uh, with something like that, a, a, a soft tissue issue, issue like that, you don't want to use, <coughs> excuse me, you don't want to use it right off the bat. Because in a situation like that, some inflammation is helpful and help, will help yeah. with the healing. But after a few days, that's when you want to start using it. Well, sir, and, um, it's a telltale in telling you to look at there's something going on there, and that's usually the one of the right. early symptoms, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, any, and, you know, it's virtually any inflammation of the body. It, it basically it seeks it out and finds it and helps with it. Um, and that's just a, a beautiful thing. Uh, the the uh, blue-green algae in the, in the um, uh, stem enhance also helps with that, but they use all, all that in the stem enhance, so they came up with uh, spirulina, which also has a similar effect, and um, that way they don't have to take away from the stem enhance production. Okay. And these products do work hand-in-hand. Hand. They have kind of a synergistic effect. Right. So when you use them together, you get really good results. Okay. And the third one is called Plasma Flow. And it's also another natural product that helps with um, uh, blood movement. You know, it basically gets your blood the right viscosity and clears out the blood vessels and that kind of thing. So the whole idea behind it is uh, cellular level transfer because the cells are where everything takes yep. place. Yep. You know, you've got... 74,000 miles worth of blood vessels and you know the vast majority of those are capillaries that are you know smaller than a human hair and you've got to have a way to get the blood flowing through those areas or nothing's going to work right all, and uh, that stuff works very very well all disease starts at the cellular level and if you're real yep. if you're real constrained in your budget the one thing that I do religiously and have for 20 years, except the few rare times I've run out, Jim, is somehow I get MSM into my system once a day. Okay, and now the reason—that's great stuff. Well, the reason for that's—it's uh, a—it's a long scientific name. I couldn't pronounce it if you held a gun to my head. Okay. But methylsulfonyl methyl. Okay, well there you go. Well, Jim obviously has practiced. We just call it MSM around here, <laughs> and it yep. uh, it does a number of things for you. I guess chemically, chemistry wise, it technically is organic sulfur. Sulfur has a mm -hmm. very very large overall makeup composite percentage in our bodies, but as we get older. We don't manufacture it, and so you become uh, deficient in it. 
And when you put this stuff in, it can go to joints and help with rheumatism and arthritis and stuff like that. But one of the things they said um, early on when I was listening to somebody about it, Jim, is what's caused me to want to take it is that the cellular walls are heavily made up of sulfur. And when you add that sulfur in, it allows the cells to receive more nutrients. Well, if it allows the cell to receive more nutrients, the correlative, the dialectic applies, it also allows them to get rid of more toxins. And if you get it better fed and get rid of more waste at the cellular level, you're probably going to do better. And that stuff is very inexpensive. I mean, like 10, 30, I don't remember how much it is a pound. But it's very inexpensive if you buy it even in a pound. If you want to pay more bulk than that, you can probably get it cheaper. Bob joined us, and then he went away. So, I, you know, I don't know if the problem persists or he had to hang up or what. Maybe he'll check back in. But I highly advise everybody to look into Bob uh, down from South Florida. Uh, uh, look into including MSM in your daily routine. I mean, you, you, if you mm-hmm. – yeah. You get the cells better, you're going to be better, period, whatever else you do. Yeah, it, it's also great if you have bone and joint issues. The sulfur-bearing molecules in MSM really help uh, with well, the soft tissue regeneration. Well, that would clue right back Am I in. coming through okay? Yeah, you are. That would clue right back into stem okay. enhance because it really mm-hmm. takes away the, I guess, adds viscosity. Maybe that's the term we should use. Let's see if Bob comes in here. Lord of mercy, this upsets me when this kind of stuff happens. I clicked him on, and he doesn't come in. Jeez. Anyway, the viscosity (laughs) of your bone marrow, because once again, as you get older, it loses the the bone marrow, evidently, in a simplified way to look at it, becomes sticky, and the stem cells are not released. Uh, at, at like they were when you were younger, and what stem enhance, I guess, in a generic sense, does is it adds viscosity to that. Well, what's what's going on there is there's a compound called L-selectin that is like a glue that holds the the stem cells in the bone marrow, and the uh, the AFA or the Afanazomenon floss aqua, which is the blue green algae, goes in there, and it's like a solvent for the glue. Man. And it releases that stuff so that then the stem cells can get out and circulate. You're sounding like a Ph.D. chemist over there, Jim. <laughs> I, I'm just listening to the stuff that the, the people on uh, the, the, that uh, Cerul has with them. Um, one of the guys, I can't even remember his name right now, but he wrote a really great book called The, uh, uh, the Power of Stem Cell Nutrition. And uh, this guy is a Ph.D., and um, I'm just mimicking. You know, I'm really good at hearing, you know, smart people say stuff and remembering it, and then I can parrot it. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> it's not that I'm smart myself. I just got good recall for that kind of stuff for some reason. Obviously, but, his uh, uh, his yeah. doesn't his, his doesn't doesn't stand for post hole digger, huh? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, good. <laughs> Maybe it's pilot higher and deeper. I don't know, but uh, no, he's doesn't got his sound doors like, in the water when it no, comes to this stuff. <laughs> doesn't sound like that either. Anybody with Cerule is yeah. So I, I had an occasion yeah. uh, to call their customer service line here recently, 
And uh, I've mm-hmm. talked to both the gals out there. I can't remember their names. But they're absolutely just charming. And when you call up and you got a problem, mm-hmm. or ha- having, are you having a Cerule date or whatever they say, a safe <laughs> day or whatever, and they're, they're just really nice and helpful and bright and cheery and, and pleasant to talk with. It was a, a, it was a, a, night, a joy to be able to pick up the phone and call one of these companies because most of them you got to send emails. and Hey, try getting a hold of Microsoft. Yeah. Try getting a hold of Microsoft or Apple. I don't know about Apple. Try getting yeah. on Microsoft on some of this CRAP they got. Um, yeah, they are, that company is just really good. And, you know, a couple of, well, a week and a half ago, I reached the 15,000 point, which is a pretty good mile marker, and I did it in a month's time after I hit the last point. And I was standing at the sink one day doing some dishes, and my phone rings, and says Jim there, and I said, who's calling? I said, this is Andy Goodwin from Cerule. And Andy Goodwin is one of the two co-owners of the company. And he said, I just uh, had your name pop up on my screen. It's hitting 15K, and I just wanted to call and congratulate you. <laughs> I said, good grief. You know, never have I ever hit a goal. And I've hit some goals with, you know, longevity. And, you know, of course, when you go to the convention, you get to walk across right. stage and have 10 seconds where you can shake people's hands, but no one ever calls you on the phone and says, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> and that just blew me away. Yeah, Ray called but, me uh, out of the That's one out thing of the, I like about this company. Ray called me out of the blue one day. Now, Bob has, has uh, switched phones again, to huh? his uh, – well, he switched phones to his other phone, and, and it didn't hmm. register and come through. Chris, are you still with us? It doesn't look that's like weird. you are. I'm riding the ring okay. and paying very close attention to Jim Ram. Okay. Well, I don't know what's yeah. going on here with this uh, with our ex- phone exchange today. S A N F O R D period. I guess. Who knows? Um, <laughs> regardless, this stuff really seems well, to improve people's lives, and uh, it's yep. uh, uh, it's something that I and Jim would too. I'm sure strongly urge you. Uh, to consider if you got something that ails you, or even if you want to do preventative, which is the best kind, and you just want to feel better in general. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you can't take this stuff for for very long without noticing its effects on how you feel. I, I call it a wholeness, yeah. a fullness feeling. You just feel like you feel like you're supposed to feel, I guess, because you can certainly tell when you're deficient and you feel like you don't, like you're not supposed to feel and like you used to feel. The stuff is awesome. And the thing that I always like to tell people, you know, the older you are, the better it's going to work because when you're in your twenties or so, you've got a hundred percent of your stem cells already getting out there and doing their thing. But by the time you hit 50, you're down to 50%. And then it really drops off precipitously from that point on. When you hit 65, you're down to 10% of your stem cells circulating, and the other you know, 90 are stuck in the bone marrow. So you know, in your upper years, this is when this stuff really shines. And for those people, you know, a, lot of, a lot of folks will take this stuff and say, well, I'm not feeling anything. And there's two, two reasons there. Number one, they're so used to feeling like crap that they continue to do so because it's psychological. And they aren't really in tune with their body. 
the other thing is, is in many cases, people like that have internal issues that they don't know what's going on, like aneurysms and stuff like that. You cannot feel an aneurysm. You cannot feel high blood pressure. But those things will kill you if you let, leave them alone. And this stuff will go in, and the body's got wisdom. It'll send it where it needs to go first for the most important stuff. So it may take several months to fix all the aneurysms and your hypertension and everything else that you can't feel before it starts working on the little aches and pains that you can feel. So just because you're not feeling something, I still recommend people give it a good several months try before they, you know, poo-poo it. Um, this stuff really works, and it works for everybody. It's interesting. All, all people use stem cells to heal. Right, right. And uh, most of our bodies are all made up of the same stuff. The differences are towards the surface. Right. Um, I yep. had uh, And what we've done to ourselves over the years to screw ourselves up. <laughs> my landlord and uh, a friend, uh, Mike, who's maybe a year older than I am and is back in the States now with his Ecuadorian girlfriend he's been together with for some years. And um, she is a, a little I've known her and been around him and, and the interchange and exchange. Uh, I I kind of gotten the impression I'd consider her to be a little neurotic. Okay, and so uh, but she had the the exact same cramping problems in the chest and abdomen that I had. And she'd been to a wrath of doctors up there in the Miami area where they normally live, although they travel a good bit. Um, and so when I was taking it, and, you know, I, I've had those things for a year or more, man, and they come at the most unexpected time, you know, in the grocery store when you're going along between the aisle and you get this attack of these cramps across your rib cage that just about double you over, quite frankly, Okay. And, uh, you know, you're trying to bend your body back the other way and stretch the muscle out and go through all that discomfort. And, and it had been with me for a while. But when I started taking the stem enhance, it was a couple of weeks before I realized I wasn't having them anymore. Okay. And so uh, he was here because he spent four months down here uh, over the summer. And so, and I'd been complaining about them. I'd had them when I was with him, you know. And, uh, so about three weeks into it, Jim, all of a sudden I realized one day I said, hell, I hadn't had one of the, any of those things in weeks. And th so when you have something like that, it may be take a while before you realize you're not having it anymore. But boy, then, uh, you know, all those things happened. My, all, everything started kind of showing slight improvements at the same time. My foot, my eyes, and then I had that incident with that hammock falling. And if there was anything that really solidified all of the indications I had at that point, it was that incident right there. Because I can think of no other explanation that makes sense. I'm 71 years old. I fell from about 15 inches and hit right on the top part of my pelvis on where it goes into flat, flat of your back right there. M most of the people mm -hmm. my age, or at least some percentage of the people my age that that happened to, they'd have broke their pelvis like two of Tugaloa's problems from this weekend, okay? And so it's sore that night to the touch, and the next morning I couldn't even feel anything had happened. 
There's no other explanation. That's pretty good. And that's, that's the kind of thing that this stuff works on. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing, and it's different from everybody. It depends on what your particular issue is. But um, on my website, I've got a, a YouTube playlist that's got about 30 different videos on it. Some are company videos, but a bunch of them are individual testimonies of what they've uh, experienced using this product. And they're all nothing short of amazing. And on top of that, I've got a couple of PDF files that are free downloads that one is all animal testimonies and one is human testimonies. And the animal ones are amazing because with animals, there's no such thing as a placebo That's effect. Right. That's right. They don't know what they're getting. If you give it to them and it's going to work, it's going to work. And I've seen that in my own situation here with the horses. Um, I've got a, a filly that, well, she's not a filly, but she, <laughs> she's 22 years old, but she's never bred. Um, but uh, she injured herself jumping out of a, a stall a few months back cut both of her back legs and I started giving her this stuff immediately and within a week everything was healed up you couldn't even see a sign that she had no scabs no nothing and uh, then here recently when I came home from vacation she had an abscess in her left rear foot and um, it's healed up probably in half the time that the vet expected it to take so um, you know we've been and I've just been giving her uh, like four caps a day which you know for a horse you know, that's a small dose. Yeah, probably. And she still was responding to it quite a bit. Um, but this stuff really is amazing, and mm. it works for everybody. I heard that. Uh, and right now, I can't, it's such a good time. The other thing they did here recently was uh, all the skincare products. They've got four, you know, we've got the four algae-based products, and then we have four products that are skincare kind of things. And they've made a drastic permanent price reduction on those, uh, really cut the price down. And those are part of the special, too. So if you've got uh, this time of year, you know, great Christmas gift type of thing that you can get this stuff at half price and give it to the ladies and or whoever in your life that's into skincare care issues. <laughs> One of them is they call it a tensor serum, which um, is supposed to work really, really well for like bags under the eyes and crow's feet and things like that. And I went ahead and ordered a couple of bottles of that the other day in my half price order just for the fun of it, and um, I'll pass it around to ladies at church and that kind of thing and see what comes out of it. But, um, you know, everything right now, all of their products are on uh, two for buy, for buy one, get one free for the month of November, and uh, it's a very easy order process. You know, and uh, I encourage people, if they're sitting on the fence and waiting for a good time to try it, I mean, this is the best time ever. I've never seen it less expensive than this. And, um, it'd be nice, it, if they, you know, being able to get a couple of bottles of it and give it a try. Be nice if they continue that over into December for Christmas gifts, obvious reasons and stuff. I heard somebody say one time, so I don't go to doctors. They've done stuff like in the past, so they may do it. Uh, I, I heard a guy say one time, he said, I don't go to doctors. I prefer to go to veterinarians. And he said, do you know, do you know <laughs> That why? used to be a good idea, but anymore it's not. Said, <laughs> They're just you, as bad as MDs. They're wrapped around the same axle. Yeah, I'm sure. He said, you know why? Unless it's Dr. Wallach. <laughs> he said, you know why? Go ahead. Why? They can't ask you where it hurts. <laughs> or, you know, in some cases, people can't tell them either. <laughs> um, yeah, 
it used to be vets were really good for that kind of thing, but unfortunately anymore, they're just like MDs. They just don't get paid as much. Yeah. And, um, they've it, taken unless over, you find an old time one, but they've done it the same like way in both instances. They've taken over the schools. Uh, exactly. I, I should, uh, exactly plug, what they've done. I should plug cause I think I sent it to Jim and you put it on your aforementioned website the Eustace Mullins book, Murder by Injection. Yeah. If you've never read that mm-hmm. book, you sh- you really, and you like reading, that one is a really excellent book to read, okay? And he talks in there about, yeah. was it the Fleischner memo? Uh, one of these uh, uh, Edomites. The, uh, the Flexner report. Flexner, Flexner report. And uh, yeah, Flexner. this, uh, this uh, obvious Edomite they ran in read, wrote some scholarly report that gave them the impetus to close down virtually all the allopathic medical schools or the uh, homeopathic medical schools in the country eventually. Right. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, that was, of, the, that was the precipitating point of the medical takeover. It was in the early 1900s, yeah. and he was commissioned by the Carnegie Foundation. Of course. And he, they wanted him to go around the U.S. and Canada and find out all the schools that were promoting vaccines and surgery and drugs. And when he came back, he gave the issue deflection report, and then they, them and the Rockefellers jumped on board and dumped millions of dollars of free money into all the allopathic schools. And within five to ten years, all the competing, you know, the homeopath, naturopath schools, and those were all out of business because they couldn't compete. And then on top of that, then they started glad-handing everybody in Congress, and they legislated themselves into a protected monopoly where Congress eventually gave the AMA the sole right to license medical uh, professionals in this country. And, and they, now we're and they, doomed. <laughs> and, they, and they absolutely, I remember when they went after chiropractors back when I was younger in the 50s yeah. and the 60s. Uh, anything alternative? Yeah, they, chiropractors works. actually sued, and, and they sued and got like a $20 million judgment against the AMA because they had a a separate funded arm of the AMA that was specifically there to demonize chiropractic. And, uh, you know, $20 million is a drop in the bucket to those people. But they've done the same thing. They've co-opted the osteopaths. Now if you go to an osteopath, they're, they're doing the same thing as an MD, and they're attacking naturopathic physicians and virtually everybody else out there uh, attacking that's a them. threat to them. Hell, because they're, ki- they're killing them. Yeah, yeah. There's almost 100 naturopathic physicians that have died in the last couple of years under very mysterious uh, situations, and virtually all of them were either telling the truth about vaccines or showing how you could uh, heal cancer without chemotherapy and, you know, all that crap. And those things, if you're pushing those things, you're going to die. Yeah, Yeah, Chris, Chris, go go ahead. ahead. I'm going to check with John and Kathy and see if they're going to be with us today here while y'all are talking. Go ahead, Chris. And before you start, start, I don't know what's going on with with Bob trying to call with two phones and having the same problem you did earlier, Chris. So I can Mm -hmm. connect with John and them through Skype. I don't think there's any problem with that. But if anybody wants to pick up the phone and call just so we can see – What's going on here? If there's a snafu or something, but uh, that was very troubling when Bob tried with both phones and couldn't get, we couldn't connect with him. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, Jim, according to what you were just talking about, the murder of many of the allopaths, other than uh, lamestream um, medical mafia practitioners who actually um, help people as opposed to merely treating them forever. 
uh, I have the occasion to meet up with a victim who was a uh, holyopath, naturopath, and practicing ozone uh, therapy with someone. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, this older woman who was already severely medical compromised before it came to her, uh, finally came to her demise and died. While he, uh, sometime around when he had given her the oxygen therapy, the ozone therapy, and he's been in jail unlawfully for five years, just got out recently, uh, kind of like myself being falsely falsely incarcerated and framing the blame on him to put the other than medical mafia uh, people who actually help people out of business, like uh, many of the people that call on this show and others. It's a very, very dangerous time, and we have to be very cautious about how we explain what we do. And It may... It may help some things. It might uh, provide benefits to some, not to others. You know, these are things we all have to consider. That each one of our circumstances might be vastly different, and the effects of things that we do to help ourselves on a small segment may have deleterious effects. So, always a bit of uh, cautionary incrementalism is advised to make sure whether you're going to have a reaction to it or not. Okay. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. You know, right now, the, the medical community, the allopathic community, MD-directed medicine is the largest, you know, number one killer of, uh, number one cause of death in the U.S. and the number one cause of bankruptcy. They kill almost 780,000 people a year with one form or another. If you have, you know, any kind of contact with an MD and you die, you're in those numbers. And now the numbers are even higher. Right now, chemotherapy kills a million people a year. And well, you know, not the Jim- cancer, but the chemotherapy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there are two words you use there that I want to expand about a little bit while I got you on the phone. The alliopaths <laughs> and the me <laughs> the, um, the assembly of those who die by me, uh, are a very, very dangerous group. There are good people that are in those groups. I don't decry that, and I certainly give the greatest applause and appreciation for them, but most of them are self-indulgent, and they're treating you to line their own pockets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, a little technical update no here. Uh, John tried to call from his cell, I think, and couldn't get in. Daryl tried to call. I answered his call, and it didn't connect. But Jack called on Skype and got through. Hey, Jack's from somebody that's been yeah, through the entire chemotherapy radiation a, a gauntlet over the last Surgery. year and a half. How are you doing, brother? Uh, Jack is amazing. All of us, Daryl. I know you tried to call again. I click on merge and it doesn't bring y'all in. I think this is a Skype problem today. May very sure well be. Like it. Anybody trying to call the number? Uh, just uh, 166 uh, chemo treatments and 42 radiation treatments. And I got down to 165 pounds. Uh, Now I'm back to my normal Ecuador weight, 220. Uh, Interesting. You survived all that. Now, see, Jack. (laughs) When Jack, when let me give some background here. Jack and I've known each other more than 25 years, and uh, so we've reunited here in Ecuador. And I'm I move up here and. Uh, Jack facilitates a lot, came up here and, and, you know, spent a month with him there in his home. He was gracious enough to put me up. You know the old saying about company and fish, right? 
And uh, so I come back up and move and getting settled in here. And when I came up the first time, I wanted to go up to Quito, which I never want to do anymore if I can help it. But anyway, I wanted to go up and see Quito. And Jack takes me up there, and it was the altitude difference between where we are now and Quito, 1,500 feet higher, immediately adjacent to us. And it aggravated this tumor in his neck. And that's the first time that he had almost, I think the night you went down and Trump got elected, you went to the election deal at the embassy, and you said that was the first night you became aware of it, right, Jack, just a couple of months before I came up. And so, yeah, I, I shaved my beard and mustache off and put on a tux because it was a white tie affair. It wasn't an expat gathering. It was a embassy deal, you know, and I had to dress right appropriately. And I found it uh, like about the size of your thumb or a quail egg that night, that day I found it. Three years ago, election night, November 8th. Yeah, just about right now, you know, uh, this time of year. And yeah. so then yeah. he didn't go Pretty back good. up to Quito until I got to town, and I wanted to drag him up there, and we go up there just to look around, and it really hit him that time. And so uh, that's when we first became aware of it. Well, I moved back to Argentina. Jack uh, does whatever he does for, for about – it took another year or so almost. And I get up here, and you've gotten in a position to go through this – process and so just about almost simultaneously when i stepped out of the second floor thinking i could fly jack goes into this three or four day a week chemo process right buddy wasn't that about when i got my foots when you went into the process and so he went through that for a long time, and I mean all of us, because one of the guys, Patrick, is a chiropractor, very, you know, health oriented, and, and several of the people are, and, and and so we saw Jack go through the phases of that treatment, and then we've seen him come back, and I keep urging him to get on this stem cell stuff, man, uh, but. Uh, it's been an amazing uh, uh, transformation of Jack to get through that. Most people do not do as well as he has done, I don't believe. So uh, good. It, it's real. We all feel it's real good to have Jack back because he's such a a binder for our expat group down here. He's like the sticky the intervention. Yeah, I mean, and it's a blessing, and we're all pleased to see him doing so well in his recovery. <laughs> Well, thanks, Roger. Um, you know, at 55 years old at the time and now 56 years old, that may have a big difference versus if I was 65 or 75 years old. You know, um, I don't know. But I, uh, I certainly tried alternative things that first year and, uh, and different opinions and alternative doctors, but... It just got away from me come January 2018. It took a spurt and went from uh, – jumped up to a goose egg real quick from a from a quail egg and uh, pressed up against my uvula and uh, having trouble eating, sleeping, talking, breathing. <laughs> Had to do something. So slash and burn it was. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – it's, 
Oh, Alex Trebek uh, going through pancreatic cancer right now. And man, I met two or three pancreatic cancer victims in the, in the, in the chemo ward. It's so brutal. Uh, he's 79 and uh, he, he's going through chemotherapy and they tried immunotherapy, some new stuff that it didn't work out for him. And uh, when he he says, you know, I'm ready to meet my maker. I'm ready to die. He said, I'm sad that how my wife and children will be, you know, with missing me and without me. He said, that aspect of it I don't like. But um, he, he says, it just goes with the territory. He says, I'm 79 years old. I've had a good run of it. He's, he's at peace to slip on out of here, you know. Well, Jack, are you getting your taste? Because you were getting a little bit. Some of the stuff that were diminished by those treatments is going to come back like taste buds, right? Are you starting to get more taste buds back? You know, uh, little by little, but I, I have no uh, saliva glands. They they burnt those out. And they, they removed my tonsils with radiation therapy. Um, that was the source of my cancer was my tonsils. And uh, so it was all localized there close by. But, um, no, I just have to have a 16-ounce bottle of water with me at all times because uh, I have no saliva glands. <laughs> and this is uh, seven months of once-a-month follow-ups for blood work and imaging. And I have a 7.5-millimeter remaining, just under a 9-millimeter bullet on my carotid artery. And, uh, you know, 90% was taken away. And the very first week they put me in a chemo ward for 24-7 chemos, the thing got off of my ovula and went back to where it came from. The second week they give me a whole week in the hospital in a chemo ward, 24-7 hooked up. It was gone to my feeling. I couldn't feel it no more. And then a third time, or well, one week uh, of of chemo around the clock and then i started once a week in the easy chair in the outpatient clinic like breaking bad like you're supposed to you know and did that for several weeks in conjunction with chemo every day monday through friday as long as the as radiation monday through friday every day as long as the machine wouldn't tear up and that was uh you know, this mask they had made from my head and they nailed my head down to the table and then they slide me in the microwave for 20 minutes and zap me. And uh, that's how they removed the tonsils without surgery and reduced the tumor down to 7.5 millimeters without surgery. And uh, but seven months in a row, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, my last appointment, 23rd October, the oncologist lady says, look, you know, I'm, I'm not going to use that R word, will you? But we're going to talk about manage, maintain, monitor, and control. You, you're good to go for 90 days. Come back January 23rd. So I'm now on 90-day turnarounds instead of once-a-month turnarounds. Well, I, just really, so that's I, I think the STEM enhance right now and you and your recovery be a great thing to add into that and get your body healthied up because one thing that both of those protocols do is destroy your own immune system. 
and I can't help but think that this that the release of the stem cells might build that back up, which is going to be your ultimate defense. I don't know what the problem is with Skype today, but evidently we cannot get additional phone calls on past Chris. The Skype calls come in, and if you want to call in on Skype, you can go to the search bar and put PPN. Then, as somebody said earlier, it's imperative. Do a space, hit the space bar, and then write hotline. PPN space hotline. And you can get to us on Skype should you want to. Uh, but uh, that hopefully it's a Skype problem. It'll be straightened out by tomorrow because I don't think it's any settings problem. There's no restriction on how many people can be on a call, to my knowledge, in the settings area. Right, yeah. Uh, we had a big vote last night with the National Assembly of Ecuador on a new economic package and that the president had proposed to meet the IMF loan requirements. And uh, they voted it down 70 to 30 10 or 15 abstained, wasn't present. Um, so the Indians did not rise up. And um, this morning on Bloomberg, Ecuador bonds fall after Moreno's reform package is voted down. Um, Ecuador sovereign, Ecuador sovereign bonds were the worst performing in emerging markets on Monday with debt maturing in 2028, declining for a ninth day, sinking almost seven cents on the dollar to 80 cents in New York trading Monday. Okay. Well, Shane, Shane just called in on his Skype connection and it delayed yeah. him joining us. And I got a message that it was a missed call. And then at the same time, I got a message on Skype that he joined the conversation. So, man, I tell you, it's mixed metaphors, <laughs> mixed metaphors here today. Uh, Jack, thanks, Shane. Good to have you along. Thanks for responding and letting us know that you can join by Skype. Um, you got a situation in South America now where you've just had an effective coup to the country south of us. The country that adjoins them on the on its northern boundary, Chile, there over a million people are gathering in the streets. They got big, big social political problems down there under bubbling under, but bubbling. We've got them here, just like Jack was saying. There was a bill on these IMF austerity measures that they voted down last night, Sunday night, kids. Sunday night in the legislature, they didn't, they tabled the motion or whatever. And you've got Venezuela that's in a mel of a hess over adjacent to us. Um, you got a lot of uh, dysfunctionality. Now you got Haiti's still problems. You've still got Beirut. There's a run in the banks over there. In Hong Kong, the Chinese ran the army in over the weekend, not in uniform. It, but it just dressed in civilian clothes, all in formation, literally running into Hong Kong just to try and clear up some of the debris and straighten things out from all of the chaos that's been going on over there. We just had the year anniversary of the yellow vests in Paris. Uh, uh, so that, you know, I mean, it's going on everywhere. We're real close to something pretty significant. Chuck's joined us too on Skype. So evidently their Skype connections clean today, but people are unable to, uh, be attached with us via the phone. Hey, Chuck. 
Hey, Roger. Um, I've been meaning to tell you this. And before you started taking the uh, stem enhance, you used you. We could hear you breathing over on the mic, and it was it drove my daughter nuts. Really? Well, why <laughs> didn't you? You should have said something. I might be. I'm too close to the mic. I, it's just hard for me to get any feedback loop on that kind of stuff. Well, we, but, I'm not sure it was him. I think it was Daryl. The only time I've ever heard that is when Daryl calls in and he's talking, and then when he's listening, he's breathing well, into the microphone. Well, it's like so with your either way, Jim, it is annoying. It's like with you a minute <laughs> yeah. ago when you let down the feed bucket thing. Uh, you know, these cell phone yeah. microphones are so incredibly uh, sensitive, and people have a tendency to hold the phone right up your mouth. I would suggest anybody, especially our regular callers that call in, please do not call in and hold the phone up to your head. Go out and get you a little set of headphones. Generally, every phone has head little headsets. Most of them are cheesy that come with them, but there's some real good headsets, and that remedies the problem on a lot of that type of stuff, and it also gets the phone away from your head so you don't have to go through the kind of stuff that Jack went through for seven months. What I was what I was saying is, I mean, no, I know, I know what you're talking about, Jim. I've heard that as well. Um, but that's not the, that's not the case because there's many times when Daryl's not on and, and I could always see, we could hear, um, mm. breathing and it, you know, Roger smokes the pipe. So that may have an effect on it his, could. his well, I'm telling you, since you've been taking the stem cell, cause my, my daughter does not listen to you all the time. Well, shame, she on, listens shame, to, shame on her. I know I tell you, <laughs> I'm getting it, but she said, uh, well, sometimes sometimes the language is a little crude on here for her. And so she doesn't she doesn't particularly take to that some of the crude. So she's a lady. Golly. And uh, I thought we she, kept our language know, pretty clean around here. And some things that, that some of us think is uh, not crude is crude to some people. So, um you know, so sometimes, you know, that's what she what comes across to her. But anyway, but what she was but when she has heard you before, she that's the thing that stuck out. And uh, so when she's heard you before, since you after you've been taking the stem cell, she no longer hears that anymore. And I said, you know, you're right. I well, haven't maybe. even paid attention. Well, well one of the, I, I've got a person I can absolutely totally point the finger at and the blame here, Chuck. And that's my, and that's, and that's my mother. Okay. And, oh, okay. All right. And, and when I confront her with these terrible sinuses that I inherited from her, she says, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, <laughs> I think Harvey is Harvey jumped in there with us. HW. I think that stands for Harvey. Why song? Harv. Yeah. Well, Front and center. you aren't supposed to blow my cover. Yeah. You know, I know. One of those. Top secret calls. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. Interested in hearing what's going on. Uh, let me mention one thing. Um, there is uh, a miraculous treatment for cancer of all varieties right now. And it uh, is completely out from under MD control, AMA control. And 
It is a dog deworming medicine. And the name of it is fenbendazole. It's marked, it's, uh, it's not squib, but uh, anyhow, one of the big drug companies markets it uh, as Panacure, P-A-N-A-C-U-R, Panacure-C, letter C is in Charlie. And uh, people who are on their deathbeds with... Uh, uh, Tumors of the everything, you know, metastatic tumors have, including uh, pancreatic cancer, have seen total reversals in three months. And Panacure, I got that. P-A-N-A-C-U-R. What was the technical name of the stuff? It, yeah, that's what you want. You want the technical name. It's fenbendazole, spelled F-E-N-B-E-N. D-A-Z-O-L-E, fenbendazole. And it's a, you say it's a worm medicine? Yeah, it's for pinworms, roundworms, hookworms, you know, wormworms. And I give it to this little black dog here, and uh, uh, it works like a charm uh, for deworming uh, animals. And what happened was these these folks who are in the they're actually veterinarians doing research on cancer for the big drug company, and they were taking human cancers and implanting them in mice, and then they would do various things to treat the cancer, see how they responded. You know the drill, and uh, they. They had a group of 20 rats they implanted the tumors into, and tumors didn't grow, not a single one. And I said, what's happened? So the vets asked the uh, laboratory technicians, what's different about this batch of mice and the others? And they said, oh, when they arrived, they were riddled with pinworms. So we gave him fenbendazole. Said okay. So said well, this is interesting. Not a single one developed a cancer tumor. So they took another batch of mice and they divided it up in half, and they gave half of them fenbendazole, and the other half was untreated, and then they implanted tumors, and nearly all the ones that were untreated developed the tumors. And uh, the ones who were treated with fenbendazole, not not a single one developed a tumor. So they said, gosh, you know, this is beginning to look like it prevents cancer. So then they said, wonder if it cures cancer. So they they implanted the uh, the human cancers in the mice once again, divided them in half, uh, the, the group in half, and treated half of them with fenbendazole, and sure enough, the tumors disappeared. And then a fellow named Joe Tippett, T-I-P-P-E-T-T, Joe Tippett, a very successful, very well-to-do businessman in Oklahoma. No, Arkansas. Anyhow, he um, he was on a, uh, a 
blog for Oklahoma State University, I guess for football and that kind of stuff. And he was on it. You know, he'd been treated. See, his, his insurance companies had spent $1.2 million having him treated for uh, cancer at uh, MD Anderson. And, finally, and Anderson had just recently told him uh, it's uh, the cancer has spread again and now it's everywhere and your your um, your scan lights up like a clip Christmas tree so your history and you know we can't do anything for you say goodbye to your family and friends uh, get your bills paid and make your peace with your maker so uh, he's He's on this blog, and one guy writes into the blog says, "If you know, if you or any of your loved ones have cancer, you need to get in touch with me." And gave him an email address. So Joe Joe sent him a note. The guy was a veterinarian who was in on that study, and he told him. Joe started using the uh, fenbendazole, and three months he had no tumors, and. He's, if anyone that's interested can just go to Joe, just go, go on the, uh, on the internet. I use DuckDuckGo. I don't use Google. Uh, and just type in Joe Tippett. Joe Tippett. Uh, and you can also put in Fenbendazole if you want, but I think it pops up regardless of what you do. And, uh. And he's got a blog, and he, he's got all oh, dozens and dozens of people who've been cured of impossible cancer um, by using the fenbendazole treatment. There's a little more to it, but that I've given you enough information. Anybody that's interested can um, go find out the rest. Harvey, I had a question from John Caserab, who's listening in about the dosage, but I guess all that's on the website. Tippet, T-I-P-P-E-T, like the guy, wasn't that... The guy who stopped, was it involved with JFK's assassination, or was it the one that stopped uh, the bomber oh, kid oh, named oh, Tippett? The, the, yeah, there was a Secret Service agent named Tippett, wasn't it? Uh, no, somebody, he was a police, a police officer. That, uh, police they, officer, that's right. They claim he looked right. just yeah, like Kennedy, officer. and they needed his uh, parts needed of his, his head. brain yeah, for the autopsy to pull it off. <laughs> but they say yep. he looked just like JFK, uh, and uh, many of the, the guys in his precinct would joke with him about, you look just like JFK. Yep. You know, that uh, was the Har- Harvey and Jack, the, I guess yep. if Brent's listening today out in Vegas, it's almost like a CCG meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Funny you would say that. Now, I remember a week or so ago you brought up uh, an old member that's passed away, uh, Joe D'Ambrosia. D'Ambrosia. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. Now, let me stop right now and 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 get. He is one of the finest men I've ever known, Joe D'Ambrosia. Most selfless, kind, generous, pleasant to be around, good attitude, wholesome guy, and died of cancer. It's yep. too bad he didn't know about fibnibertrol. Yeah, <laughs> Ben Benazol. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, 
but um, but that is something you don't have to have a doctor. You do need access to a lab to get your lab results and all that, but uh, you can work it out. I've given enough information. You Anybody know, that's really interested, you know, who you need to get a hold can of trace that. it down. You need to get a hold of Mike on that for his girlfriend's daughter that's in the final stages of some cancer. I'm not sure what. Uh, but, and this, uh, yeah, I was going to say this about the stem enhance cause this happened with her. I was leading up to it a minute ago and we didn't get to it. Uh, so I'm down here, I'm telling Mike, well, my stomach cramps are gone, man. I hadn't had one now that I think about yeah. it in weeks. Well, she has the same problem. So he orders, uh, 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 an order and it's sitting there. He's still down here. She starts taking it at his instructions and said, take two in the morning and two at night. Well, she took two at night, and she said, I'm not taking that stuff anymore. I can't sleep. So that right there tells you it works just in the early stages. And so I said, well, why don't you back that, that down true? and make that the, the second dose and put it up three hours after the first or sometime in the morning or during the day, and it won't affect her sleep. So I had an, the other night when I saw the two-for-one special, because I, I know he's using it on the dog too, right? big uh, Labrador retriever. And uh, so I shoot him a message and say, they got this two for one on. And he writes me back, says, well, Abby says it upsets her stomach. And I'm thinking, remember I said, she's a little neurotic. Well, what would you rather have those excruciating chest cramps or you want to have an upset stomach for a few minutes? Yeah. Uh, You've been to about five or six doctors and nothing can help it. Here's something that, absolutely helps it but it upsets your stomach well i get my health advice out of a out of a tennis instruction book um back in 1954 um famous pedophile uh what was his name bill tilden uh bill tilden probably the greatest tennis tennis player that ever walked uh he got sent to sent to prison for diddling with little boys, um, but he did know tennis, and <clears throat> he wrote this book, "How to Play Better Tennis." I read it, and, you know, had every, you know all the mechanics, everything, and it had tactics. And in the tactics and strategy section uh, section of the book, it said he talked about how he had witnessed so many good tennis players start off winning a match and they were just, they were cruising and then they changed their game. You know, maybe they were playing a baseline game or maybe they were playing the net, but now they suddenly the guy that's been winning from the baseline starts rushing the net and he loses the match. He said, the lesson was never change a winning game. Always change a losing game. And I use that as a, as a guide to life. If what you're doing is not working, change it, do something else. It's, it's, you know, a lot of situations are simply win or lose, not every situation, but, but, you know, like the game of tennis and like your health and cancer and, uh, and other such health issues, you either have it or you don't. You're either going to die or you're not. You're going to go blind or you're not. So if it's not working, change. It doesn't matter what you do. 
anything's better than losing or you can't do any worse than losing. I should say. So anyhow, that's, well, Harvey, that's what I say. I, I think yeah. the colloquial version of that is if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yep, stop digging. Stop and digging. so, uh, but well, I can tell you this. Good. One of, I want to yeah. go back and give that guy's website again. So anybody can have an adequate time to get a pencil and paper, because there's a lot of people that, well, y'all should start doing preventative on this. I'd like to ask you this on the side and add some of that into my preventative regimen for everything I do. Right. Um, right. Right. But, uh, so we can give his website again, if you would, please. Well, uh, Joe, I don't Joe remember Tippett? the website address, but just go to oh, search get on your search. Right. Yeah, which I hope is not Google. Uh, use I like DuckDuckGo dot <laughs> uh, com. Yep, yep. I get good results, and they don't track me, and they don't. Well, they don't. You filter. know, they're not trying. They're not filtering. Hard. There's a new thing, man. On no. a, a headline this morning of Zero Hedge. Some somebody, uh, some big organization has done a lot of research on Google and confronted Google on their blacklisting and all the stuff they're doing with the algorithms. Um, yeah, that was Wall Street Journal. So uh, uh, did that research? Well, so yeah, I mean, best thing all of they, us could do. All, best thing all of us could do. Pardon me for stepping on you, Harvey. Is to, to oh, no, get ahead. get those things that we know are important. Your health, absolutely, being one of the pinnacle ones. Especially the people that gravitate to our message are generally longer in the tooth because you got to be longer in the tooth and have your ox gourd before you get here, for the most part. Okay. Yeah. To to find out you're not you're not immortal takes yep. a while. Yep, it takes uh, a while, that's correct. And and uh, but, uh, have but, a little bit of financial wherewithal stashed back. Have the, if you so choose your political status straight and uh, uh, have yourself in a good spot. I mean, you know, that's the best we can do at this point with all this calamity and this potential catastrophic situation globally. Now, I went over all the places in the world that are having problems. The U.S. is certainly, and they're not having too many outbreaks yet, but it's all bubbling under the surface. Okay? And you can see how yeah. the yeah. the extremes that the enemies are going to because they're backed into a corner. I do not need to tell anybody listening to this again, but I am going to, that these people, when they're backed into a corner, do desperate things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who you could go to for a comment on that is uh, a buddy of mine named Jeff Epstein. Uh, he'd tell you how desperate uh, what desperate things they do when they're <laughs> when, when they're threatened. I like and, this. Uh, uh, I like this grassroots movement that seems to be piling up because I've seen it two or three places here lately. Of the Jeff Ep <laughs> Jeffrey yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself to the point of where this microbrewery in California is putting it on the bottles of their beer cans. Okay. 
Oh, and you're hearing uh, other people well, come out well, and I, make I, that statement, and I think it's good, you know, and it keeps that resurrected, and they can't sweep it under the rug totally. What was – who uh, – uh, somebody wrote – it was one of the head of the committees of Congress wrote ABC, ABC that got exposed last week with the girl that got caught on the clip Project Veritas played and got a hold of, saying, I had this story three years ago, and we couldn't get it broken, yeah. all that. Well, one of the head of the committees yeah. of Congress has now written ABC's president a letter with some real specific questions as to why that, which is totally 100% in the public interest, and that is a public facility, the airwaves that they're licensed by the government to operate within. And there's five pretty pointing questions. In other words, would you like to get your license pulled? Yes. Uh using the power of government against those who've been using the power of government to their own ends. Uh, let me, let me switch over to one thing. Oh, 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 Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Everybody's popping up and saying that now, but I heard one that's even better just uh, a couple of days ago. Prince Andrew didn't kill oh, himself. Yeah. <laughs> I guess now I haven't I haven't read the stories, but evidently, and Bob tried to call again on his other phone for some reason. Skype will not let us connect phone ins today. They'll let you connect via Skype, but you can't call in. I do not know why. Hopefully, they'll get it straightened out. Prince Andrew, under such pressure because of the the continuing exposure of this, evidently over the weekend did an interview on the BBC and looked guilty as sin. Yeah, because he was guilty of sin. Yeah. And if he ever comes face to face in a courtroom with that little girl, he's going to come out in second place in a swearing company. Well, don't worry, that won't ever so, happen. They'll never let that happen. Yeah, that's right. But I, w I do want to tell you, Prince Andrew did not commit suicide. <laughs> well, that's uh, good. That we know in advance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, let me go to one other thing if i can jump back over to the uh stem enhance that you were talking to jim about earlier um when i was driving to church yesterday uh i looked through that windshield and i saw things that i had never seen before uh now i'm doing some other things now i've, I've added uh large doses of vitamin d3 and vitamin K2 that I get from uh, Health Ranger, Mike Adams. Uh, it's a very inexpensive capsule and it's extremely valuable, especially for getting uh, calcium out of the arteries and, of course, boosting immune function. Vitamin D3 is just necessary for everything in the world. And uh, the K2 is the traffic cop for calcium in the body, so it'll get it out of the arteries into the bones. And so that's the only thing I've really changed here lately. You know, but, Harvey, let me stop uh, you for a second. I, On vitamin yeah. D, I think that you can, vitamin D is liposomable. Is that, I'll put a word into the lexicon. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, can, I don't you think you convert it to a I, liposome. I can't do it in my little apparatus in the kitchen like I made my vitamin C yesterday, but you can buy it in pill form. I know Dr. Mercola has it. 
Is it D or D3 <clears throat> specifically? D3. There, uh, D3 is the active form that we need. That's, uh, uh, you know, that's enough. I don't want to go into reciting chemical names. Uh, but I worked it out one time, uh, what the, how much D3 you need for, for it to be effective in the body. It operates at a concentration. I think it's two parts per billion. And I worked that out comparing it to a postage stamp that's, uh, about five eighths of an inch square or something like that. And, uh, and I figured it was one postage stamp in 600 acres. That's the ratio in your body. It's, it's most powerful hormone. It's a hormone, not a vitamin, but, uh, it's the most powerful hormone in the body. Hmm. And it's just un- unbelievable stuff. But you've got to have it for preventing colds and flu during the winter when you're not, you're not out in the sun, you don't make it on your skin with sunlight. Uh, and the higher or the, the farther you are from the equator, the less, uh, ultraviolet light you're going to get year round. And especially during the, well, at least during the winter, you're going to get less and less. And that's why we get colds and flu predominantly in the winter. But let me jump back over to the uh, stem hands. Going to, when I was driving to church yesterday, I noticed that my vision was sharper. You were talking about your vision improving. I, well, sen- I, sense, I sense that it is. It's hard to quantitatively yeah. say that, but I sense right. that it is. Well, I... I suffered a, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it an injury. It's not an injury. It's just a, uh, well, it's an injury to my body in my right eye, which is my dominant eye. I had, uh, macular, uh, pucker develop back in 2005. And so my right eye looks like I'm looking through old wavy glass. Right. It does not, you know, doesn't give me straight lines. That is improving, and in my left eye, my vision has improved. It's much sharper than it used to be. You know, I'm still wearing glasses, but it's much sharper. Now, Pat and Carol, also both, neither one had bad eyes, and they both reported their vision got better when they started taking the, the uh, stamen hats. And he's been on and it now about yes, six months, I think, see? And yeah, we're at a yeah. disadvantage because we're still kind of neophytes in our improvement. Well, well, that's why I say, you know, I'm just encouraging you because I, I think it, that your body is going to be able to fix itself. Uh, and I don't think any of us going to see instant repairs, you know, like, no, no. you know, when no, I no, grow no. new two legs in a month but uh you know the way i always look at that whatever your condition you didn't get there overnight and you ain't getting out of it overnight but there is something you can do concertedly to improve it okay 
Um, let's go you for a second. But while we got a little bit of time left in the show, I wanted to mention this because Harvey and I had this discussion on the side, and it bears on this two-for-one offer, okay? Now, normally, the best price you're going to get from the company on a bottle of the Stem Enhance Ultra is $66, and that includes the shipping, okay? And so the Harvey and Pat, uh, our, our retired Delta pilot buddy, Daryl's friend, um, looked in the back office and realized that on the auto shipment, if you were to become a distributor and get on the auto ship monthly, the best, the deepest deal on the product is three bottles on the ship monthly ship for $150 and then they'll pay the shipping and it gets it down to $50 exactly. a bottle. Now, if you take the normal retail price of the stuff and you're getting two for one, you're, I mean, it's a tremendous opportunity to try the product and I encourage anybody really to do it. Whether you've got problems that you would want to be improved or whether you just want to do preventative. So that's yeah. what I wanted to say, Harvey. Yeah, not only that, Roger, but when they deliver it, the postman will give you a back rub. It's $150 for three bottles. There's no postage fee, and the postman will give you a back rub. That's that's uh, well. There you go. A little, a little not, bonus. Yeah, you're not uh, laughing. You don't get enough. that. You don't get that uh, from. You don't get that from Amazon. Uh, John Gasarab <laughs> has uh, diligently looked up this guy's website, and I'm going to read it to you. Yeah. It's the uh, you know the https slash slash www.mycancerstory dot rock. R O C K S. My cancer story dot rocks. Now that's a pretty clever little uh, website name. Was somebody trying to say something well, a minute it, ago? Yeah, Roger, was that was me. It was oh. you? Oh, sorry, Jim. I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to echo what, uh, what Harvey was saying. Um, since I've been using the STEM Enhance, I've noticed that when I'm, especially when I'm sitting at the computer, uh, a lot of times in the past, my vision would blur up and it would be hard to see the stuff on the screen, even with reading glasses. And now um, I don't have that problem. Everything, even the finest print on the screen is, is super clear. Um, I've been uh, really surprised with that over the last couple of months, but it, it's been a common thing. And, uh, even outside when I'm driving and uh, out, you know, out outdoors, uh, my vision is much more clear than it had been. So a little bit at a time, it's improving. Well, that's something I forgot about. You're, I used to get blurry vision at night. Uh, I guess my eyes are just fatigued, and uh, I couldn't even read the computer screen. Now I'm not having that trouble. I wish I did. I'd go to bed earlier. Um, uh, but, uh, also let me mention this. I am as profoundly colorblind as any person I've ever met. Well, you are uh, Harvey. I'd forgotten about that. Here comes. John. Yeah. John when I went in the Navy. I, super clear. Good deal. There's John. I, we finally got him. He called I, on Skype. You, when you went in the Navy, go ahead and we'll get to John in a second, but we're yeah, short on time. 
right. All right. Yeah. When I went in the Navy, they gave me the color perception test, you know, and when I got finished, I was in the Navy Reserve. Uh, and uh, when I got finished, the corpsman kind of shook his head and he said, uh, man, you are colorblind, aren't you? I said, colorblind? I said, I only missed two. He said, no, you only got two, buddy. He said, and one of them's a dummy to see if you're lying. I went, oh, you mean you're supposed to see the numbers? <laughs> I was so certain that I was not colorblind. And he, he just looked at me like, you got to be the dumbest thing since, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that I was went, a box of rocks. Oh. Yeah. And I, and I said, no, 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 I can't be colorblind. I couldn't believe it. And so I said, let me have that test again. And I took the book, and I'm sure he just sat there saying, oh, Lord, why did you afflict me like this? And uh, I, I went through it again. I couldn't see it. I said, it's this lighting. And I stood up on the exam table and got closer to the, those fluorescent lights, and I couldn't see them. And I, I said, it's, the, it's this artificial light. That's the problem. And I said, I'm going to come back over and take it in the daylight, which I did, and I failed again. I was just astonished. I never gave it a thought that this guy was reading the numbers, and he was sitting in the same light that I was. But, you know, that's so anyhow. So. Yesterday, when I was driving to church, I noticed that colors were much brighter for me. I don't know whether it's the stem enhance or this K2 D3 supplement that I'm taking, but something is really making a difference. These road signs jump out at me like neon lights now. So, well, uh, things are changing. The products for real, everybody. Let me say that- this takes it uh, uh, has some uh, positive things to say for the most part we should give out that generic website and i want to find out what john has to say here he joined us late uh stem cell healthy.com stem cell healthy it, it, that's it isn't it john stem cell healthy yeah that's and, that's the one with a lot of testimonials we're adding more uh, bill still i think i don't know if bill was up behind that or whatever a lot of testimonials a couple of videos etc stem cell healthy hey john welcome even though it's here at the last bro well i've been uh, i've been with you all along here just listening in and i didn't want to interrupt a good conversation but i wanted to add one thing here how you doing harvey haven't talked to you in a while yeah, i'm doing great uh, i hope you are oh yeah we're doing fantastic because we're uh, all on stem enhance right <laughs> Uh, listen, I, I wanted to let you know that Dr. Sears, the longevity doctor down in Florida, I was talking about the newly discovered or recently discovered interstitium. It's a collagen layer that it goes throughout the body, and the body deposits uh, a, a dormant stem cells in that layer so that they get to your situation actively. Oh. Now, what he said to do was he wanted you to take a collagen supplement uh, to support that layer, and the other thing he added was to take vitamin K2, as you're talking, Harvey. And I found a va- fantastic buy off of Amazon. And um, it's a um, K2 100, 100 microgram uh, capsule. You get 200 of them in a bottle for a very, very small amount of money. Uh, the other thing I've been taking for a long time is a, is a vitamin D3 supplement, 50,000 units. And I take it uh, every week. And you can get a bottle of that. Uh, off of um, 
Amazon for very little money. It's, it's inexpensive as heck. Well, all these things that are preventative will pay off in the long run, especially in the times and the situations that are ahead of us. Uh, we're about to transition out of here and over to Jim. So you're going to do, do a three-hour show today, Jim. And I don't know if John and Kathy are going to be over there or not. Any updates on the wallet real what quick fun. before the whistler comes in? The wallet is on its way. Uh, Andy is on his way to Jakarta. He'll be in there on the 19th. They're going to be finalizing the uh, the prices and the compensation plan and all that stuff. And then they're going to do that pre-launch and get it going. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's right around the corner. I sure want to thank. I'm sorry, Bob and Daryl and those who tried to get in couldn't. Outside of Chris blocked everybody out. But I sure appreciate the people that went to Skype and took the trouble to, uh, there's a little feedback for me, took the trouble to join us. We had a good conversation today, a little bit not normal, but that, uh, thank you, whatever, whoever cut that off. Not normal, but we'll be back tomorrow, see if Skype gets their act together and see if we can discuss some more tasty tidbits of things that matter. You guys have a nice day from beautiful Ecuador. Let you what? Jim Ram is next. Was that you, Jim? Let me get, yeah, uh, Roger, let me give you a going away thought. Oops, can't do it. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. <laughs> okay. Let's come give us a hey, welcome. Harvey, we Just save it and make it a welcome you, you thought tomorrow. Don't have tomorrow. to be. Okay. 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 Call in the gym. baby. You guys have a great day. See you tomorrow. Hopefully, Skype will get straightened out. I'm sure this is not operator error this time. Oh! Ah!